When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Now, here's a little secret with what I do at the Rod Peterson Show, I've made a career of it. I don't care whether you like me or you don't like me, but when you watch my show, I just want you to feel something. How about that? Whether you're happy or you're sad or you're angry or you're proud, I just want you to feel something. Because a lot of times you'll read a column or watch a show and say, eh. That's never been the hallmark of what I do. I want to make you think. I want to make you feel something. And it's worked. And if you don't agree with me, I'll be fine. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, it is. Welcome to Hour 2, everybody. Great intro, guys. Great intro. I was just thinking about that this morning. As I was eating a banana, I thought, I don't really care whether you like <laughs> me or don't like me. Just watch me. And him. And you are. So thank you. I'm very grateful for that. It's what we call the second half kickoff here on the Rod Peterson Show. Brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Your home for the UFC and the Seattle Kraken Fan Club. And so we're kicking off the second hour. And if you were just joining us, you missed a lot. Here's what's happened today. The Montreal Canadiens have awarded Dominic Ducharme with a three-year contract to be their next head coach. Or... They've dropped the interim label off his title. He replaced Claude Julien halfway through the year and took the Canadians to the Stanley Cup final. So this is not, this was a formality. And it happened today. And congratulations to Dominic Ducharme and Patrick Roy, whom I love. Je t'aime, Patrick. He's going to have to find somewhere else because he's not going to be coaching the Habs anytime soon. There's that. The Minnesota Wild buying out Ryan Suter and Zach Parise. $10 million combined off the books for this upcoming season. They're going to be free agents here at the end of the month. And last hour, Jason Greger joined us from TSN 1260 Edmonton. We talked about that and the Duncan Keith move. And he said, this is all to get money to Kirill Kiprasov. How do you say it? Kaprizov. Kaprizov. Uh, the next big star in Minnesota. So that happened. And Pecorine retired. And here in the second half kickoff, um, we don't have any interviews lined up. We've kept this open now for the space to just... Roll with what we've been talking about. And by the way, coming up, Darren Bombing from Winnipeg, NHL.com, Blue Bombers reporter too. But Rob Somerville writes that he says, are either of you surprised that Pecorine retired from the Preds? UC Soros has big shoes to fill, wondering who will be the backup. Watching from the peg, great show as always. Thank you, Winnipeg. We love us some Winnipeg. Let's not forget about Connor Ingram. Right? That's right. He's in the system with the Nashville Predators, the pride of Imperial Sask. So am I surprised? My God, what did I say? He's tied with Tom Barrasso for ninth and wins? No, Pecorino has been around a long time. Maybe he doesn't like where the Preds are going. I don't know. I, I deleted his statement. I didn't read it here, but the guy wants to hang it up. It's his choice. Made millions. Time to get on with life. Did you have a point on this before I move on? Yeah, no. 19th, he said, in wins with Tom Barrasso. Was that 19th? 19th. Okay. He's played a long time. He's a legend in, in Nashville. And UC Soros has the crease now. So, you know, do you want to come back and be a backup and sail off into the sunset like that or go out kind of on top, I think? And don't forget about Connor Ingram. That's right. He'll be okay. From Spiking Viking, writing on the, on the Prairie Mobile text line, at 306-840-8777. His name is Spiking Viking. <laughs> he says, checking in from the shores of Lake Winnipeg in Gimli, Manitoba. 
Let me tell you a story about Gimli, Manitoba, okay? There is an addiction treatment center there that I'm very close with. It's called the Aurora Recovery Center. They flew me out there a couple of years ago just for a tour, speak to their members. And I'm like, do you know what Gimli's famous for? I know they have like the airplane hangers. No. Well, that too. But oh, and uh, they make Crown, Crown Royal, Royal there. Yeah. Crown Royal. The whiskey. So they're driving me around Gimli. Doesn't take long. And I'm like. If the wind picks up, it's going to blow the smell of that whiskey right into the treatment center. Oh, boy. But they, hey, maybe, it, I don't know. Apparently, it, it hasn't. They're, they're doing fine. It's a beautiful facility, by the way. It's a resort. I didn't want to leave. That's, Food was good. Oh, yeah. Yoga. Hot tubs. Anyways, that's my Gimli story. So thanks for How checking in. Thanks for checking in from Gimli. Uh, Ray in the six writing in. From the 416, hey, Rod, it was nice of Chicago to accommodate Duncan Keith, but the cap hit will handcuff the orders. Hopefully, Keith returns to his former self. Uh, he led the Blackhawks in minutes played last year. I don't know if you saw that stat or not. He only had 13 points, and we think of him as an offensive defenseman, right? I, I think of him a lot as, as a Ray Bork type. Yeah. I really do. Um, it's, it's fun to talk about. If it wasn't 5.5 million, nobody would have any trouble with this. None. None. Yeah. They don't have any problem with him being 38. They have no problem with him. No, it's the money. Yeah, it's just the money. They don't have any problem with the, with the player and the pick that went the other way. It's, it's only the money. And he can easily make himself worth that contract. But very rarely do we wind back the clock significantly. But, you know, he's consistent. He's consistent, you know, and he's a leader, and he's not going to make big mistakes. I think that's no. what you're paying for, It's too. the leadership, and it's interesting. What did Gregor say that he thinks? I th- Heart and leadership are overrated. He actually, Something along those he lines. He actually said that. Can we write a meme out? Let's make a meme out of that from Gregor today. How about Some, that? You, sometimes I think leadership and heart are overrated. I've seen zero examples of that in life where that's true, but I also really respect Jason Gregor's opinion. Like, a lot. We're very close friends. So, are leadership and heart overrated? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> and that's why I think they signed him. And by the way, if he leads him to the Stanley Cup, that 5.5, a win, a win. 5.5 million is a, it's a speeding ticket. It's, it's a speeding ticket. It's money well spent. Yeah. So, I think the biggest thing when you, when you talk about leadership and heart being overrated, they're hard to measure. They're extremely hard to measure, right? Mm -hmm. And you can always look at talent. You can look at numbers and you at stats and you can find ways to, you know, explain why you're doing well or why you're doing poorly. But leadership and heart are extremely tough to measure. But Ken Holland's built great locker rooms in Mm -hmm. his time. So I think he knows what he's doing. And I think you have to let him do what he wants to do. You have to let him go 100%. And if it doesn't work out, then you need to find a new guy. But... You know, you got to live by the sword, die by the sword. Yes, and do what you think is right. I'll be that guy, okay? Edmonton with the Oilers, Saskatchewan with the Rough Riders, Winnipeg with the Jets, Montreal with the Canadians. Back off and let them do their jobs! Like, you literally saw Holland getting hot under the collar in his Zoom call yesterday with the media. You can just tell the, the heat's getting hot. The guy has been to the top of the mountain. He has drank the holy water. Let him do his job. You kind of got the sense in Montreal while we were there that the Habs were doing that with Bergy, with Mark Bergevin, right? They're letting him do his job because he's earned it. It's not like it's been all peaches and cream with the Montreal Canadiens. But I'm just... But you know they're never going to let him breathe. Right. Never. They're never (laughs) going to let him breathe. But would it be hard... To operate in that environment, if you're Ken Holland or uh, Kevin Cheveldayoff or Jeremy O'Day, how it, hard? I guess it would be hard. It depends how much you're, you're reading the papers and watching TV. But don't and on social. You can't, and it really depends on the relationship you have with those around you and those above you. That's what really matters, right? I mean, if you have the trust of the people above you that are empowering you to do the position, and you have open communication, then you know that you have the ability to make the decisions you want to make. But if you're constantly being second-guessed by those in your building, it would be incredibly difficult. 
incredibly difficult. I saw somebody write in last hour, and I think it would be impossible for these guys to find the comment to post on the screen. It would be like finding a needle in the haystack. But the gentleman mentioned that the Edmonton Elks were predicted to have 5.5 wins. Some betting company, probably come on official, has put the over-under for wins for the Edmonton Elks at 5.5, and the players are all mad. And you found it? Who is it? Randolph Zora. Okay, there it is. Did you guys read that the over-under betting line for the Elks was set at 5.5 games? Some of their players are thoroughly ticked. Why do you care? Why? You just said, if you read the paper and you listen to Sports Talk Radio, you're going to be very upset. So I'll tell you what, don't read the paper and don't listen to Sports Talk Radio. You should be fine. Richie Hall. The guy that we affectionately call Pint, the current defensive coordinator for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, always told me, he's like, Rod, I don't read the papers. I don't listen to the radio. I just got my headphones on. And he did. And and he just listened to music. I don't know what he was listening to. But I remember one time he drove by. This is when he was the defensive coordinator of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. He drove by the radio station. And I was on the air. Remember how we had the big glass corner there? Yeah. You could see everybody going by. We had the pulpit there and you could see all the traffic going by Richie comes up to the red light and you know Richie you could see what he would be like he had the music going I'm like I wonder if he's listening to my show I'm on the radio hi Richie hi Richie (laughs) he's had the music going bopping he was not listening he's not listening he was it's 11-11 What? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I do know what you're saying. Like, you have to. You have to be in that mindset, though. When, you know what? You're making decisions that you think are right. Doesn't matter what anybody else says. Doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. The people that you respect and look up to and the people that are signing your paychecks or working in your building, if they're comfortable with it, those are the opinions that matter, right? If the group around you matters, then... Well, and by the way, Rick Resenthaler has written in, and I appreciate him watching from Edmonton. He does every day. He had written in earlier and said the orders are far from being a Stanley Cup contender. Are they? They finished with the second most points in the Canadian division last year. They had the most points for Canadian teams the year before that. I don't think they're that far off. They do need a quality goalie, but that's a topic for another time. Rick says Richie Hall's days as coach of the Elks was a disaster. Yeah, but you know what I've learned? Nobody's going to dispute that. Richie's not going to dispute that. The Edmonton Eskimos were a disaster at that time. And I'm, it's like my bad. Very close friend of mine's Lorne Mulliken, former head coach of the Chicago Blackhawks and assistant coach with the Pittsburgh Penguins and uh, San Jose Sharks. And I remember him flaming out with the Blackhawks in the late 90s. And I thought, eh, maybe Lorne's just not cut out for this. He had tremendous success in junior, had tremendous success in the American Hockey League. And he goes to Chicago. But remember in the pandemic, I did that three-part series where I interviewed Lauren for our website, dubnetwork.ca, and he didn't even say I had a crappy team. He just explained the team they had in Chicago and what an absolute gong show it was. Bob Probert, end of his career. Wendell Clark they had on the team when Wendell was being held together by spitting elastic bands. Doug Gilmore they had. Jocelyn Tebow, who was really not known for anything in goal. It wasn't a good team, but of course the coach gets fired. And what do you see? The coach gets fired. He must not know what he's doing. The Edmonton Elks were a dumpster fire for that entire period. They weren't even in the discussion for a decade. Now, if you're my guy, you're my guy, right? I I defend my guys to the end of the earth, but that's literally how I feel about Richie Hall. I'm like, you're not going to get me ever to turn on Richie Hall or anybody that's my guys. But do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a little more to it sometimes than just the coach gets fired. Oh, yeah. By the way, most times there's more to it than the coach gets fired, right? Oh, yeah. Even they're, just the the scape- coach, they're the scapegoat. Always. Always. And, you know, some guys also aren't meant to be head coaches. Some mm-hmm. guys are just masterminds at putting together offensive or defensive game plans, and they are the perfect person to be an offensive or defensive coordinator. Better than any head coach, better than anybody else but yet they're not meant to manage the whole group of guys and do the things that a head coach has to do, right? Some guys are just better suited to be coordinators. And we see that all the time. Guys go to become head coaches and and fail, and then we think they're no good anymore when when in reality 
They're just not in the right position. Um, that's why we've left the second half kickoff open for the Four Seasons Sports Palace for this exact reason. To talk about the things that we want to talk about. And this yeah. being one. So from our, uh, from our beautiful uh, viewers here. Jeff Cabellis in Winnipeg says, I remember Eric Daze on some of those Hawks teams before they won Cup. They were a hot mess express. And even I, who loved Lauren Mullican, was thinking maybe he just soiled himself in Chicago until he got the chance to explain it to me. Listen, we had that call last night with that guy. We're not going to say anymore who that guy was. But he said to me, he's from Edmonton. He's like, the bread and butter of your show is you got the respect of the coaches and the players. You're their voice. They've never had that before. And I'm like, giddy up. <laughs> right? Let's go. Who else has that? Yeah. Doing a show on national television in Canada or America for that matter. Um, well, boy, we're really going down the rabbit hole here Colin in Ottawa says but Tony Amante was good on those Blackhawks teams right yeah no 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 he wasn't none of them were good they were tough tough doesn't necessarily win you a lot of games uh where's the guy here Darren Workman he's in Salt Lake City Utah he says hey Rod been away for a while has anyone called out Edmonton for the Bush League comments they made after the talks with the XFL ended Get some class. They can say whatever they want to say. They said what they say. We're very pleased that the talks have ended with the XFL. Yeah. Edmonton sent out that statement. So what? I think we're all so done with the XFL talk. My God, we rode that thing into the ground for four months. I'm over it. The thing is, this guy's sitting in Salt Lake City going, he wants a team. He wants pro football in his backyard. Yeah. He wanted to see a merger. I wanted to see a er, uh, merger. Guess what? We lost. It's over. Wave the white flag. The whiners won. For now. For now. Hey, from Blue Bomber Brandon on YouTube watching. He says, hey, Rod, tell Lynch we miss him. I was just talking to him last night. Did I tell you that? Yeah. He's doing great, by the way. Good. We'll talk about more about that when we come back. And we're going to Winnipeg next with our good friend Darren Bombing. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, Moose, how are you enjoying summer? It's amazing. <laughs> of course it is. And I gotta ask, are you ready to unveil your beach bod? I don't know. You already have. You're in luck. Our friends at Manscaped just launched their fourth generation performance package, which includes the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right. The 4.0. Complement your summer bod with a trim from the leaders in male grooming. You like to take your gear off on the lake? <laughs> Let's be honest. You got me. Check your social media. You can see it. The sun is shining and calling your name, fellas. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's all one word and the number 20. FANSIDED20. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. Escape the shrubs and weeds this summer and shine with Manscaped. Got you sold yet, Moose? Uh, I think so. It's... It's one of those delicate things, but if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is, uh, this is exciting stuff. This is what we like to do here on this program. Going live on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook. And listen live, of course, uh, around the world. But breaking news today, a lot of it. And I'm going to get to a sports update here in a moment. But... Darren uh, Bombing explaining to us that Mike O'Shea is just beginning his news conference in Winnipeg and Darren Bombing's attending it. So as soon as that's over, Darren Bombing will come on the air with us and give us all the latest from Bomber Practice, the news that you can use. This is funny. Oh, yeah. 
I, hey, I'm going to put up with the trash talking from Alberta today. Just today. And, and this Jeff, the Stamps fan, he's just fishing, and I get it. So he wrote in before the uh, break. He says, based on Rod's last comments, it's pretty clear that he has trouble admitting when he's wrong like he was on the XFL, CFL, and all the other CFL partnerships he pushed this COVID offseason. Stop for a second, Jeff. I could see how you would think that because you have no idea what's actually going on in the Canadian Football League. Remember, you're the guy that said you don't want the guys on the board of the Calgary Stampeders to know anything about football. Remember that? You don't know anything. But the thing about the CFL is, how can you predict where they're going when they don't know where they're going? I'll say it again. How can you predict where the CFL is going when they don't know where they're going? So I'm sitting back here going, let's just talk about the season. Let's hold hands and sing Kumbaya. And in a few weeks, when it really gets hot and they get close to kick off the season, we'll talk about the games. But why would you even mention that you're talking to the XFL if you, if you weren't very seriously down the road? And then you can't come to a consensus. And you know what? Why am I even talking about this? It's stupid. The XFL, the whole thing is stupid. We spent way much, way more time on it than we should have. And enough about it. Los Angeles Angels star Shohei Otani will be the American League starting pitcher in tonight's Major League All-Star game at Denver's Coors Field and will bat leadoff, too, as the designated hitter. It's another landmark for the two-way Japanese sensation. The 27-year-old is the first two-way starter in the history of the All-Star game, which began in 1993. We'll be watching tonight, 5.30 p.m. Mountain first pitch, they say, from Denver. NL manager Dave Roberts of the Dodgers has San Diego shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr. leading off, followed by the Dodgers' Max Muncy at DH, Cardinals third baseman Nolan Arenado, Atlanta first baseman Freddie Freeman. He survived COVID, don't you know? They thought he was going to die. I heard. He's in the All-Star game tonight. Cincinnati right fielder Nick Castellanos, Reds left fielder Jesse Winker, Philadelphia catcher JT Realmuto, and Pittsburgh's second baseman Adam Frazier. That's the uh, NL uh, lineup batting order. Toronto slugger Vladdy Jr. will bat second and play first base for the American League, followed by Boston shortstop Xander Bogarts. Yankees right fielder Aaron Judge. Red Sox star Rafael Devers at third. Toronto second baseman Marcus Semien. Kansas City catcher Salvador Perez, Blue Jays lefty Teoscar Hernandez, and Baltimore center fielder Cedric Mullins. So that's three Blue Jays out of nine starters, Moose. Pretty good. And they're third in the division. I know. But the, the group, unfortunately, outside of the pitching rotation, has been so good that they deserve it. And remember all those years, you know, when the Jays just had some of the best pitching in baseball? But they couldn't put enough runs on the board to win. That was the '90s and 2000s, right? Yeah. You know, they could they get these great pitchers, and they couldn't put runs on the board. Now it's kind of the opposite. You really got to find a way to get both going to to have success. But it'll be fun to watch them play, and they've earned it. From the viewers on the earlier uh, discussion, uh, Randolph Zora watching in Ontario says, "Remember, Rod has a memory like a steel trap. That is one of my superpowers." I think you said that. Names, faces, that kind of thing. Um, Steve, no. Oh, James in Borden, Manitoba says, I don't think Rod was pushing anything. He was just reporting on the information he had. All a guy can do. Right, but some people, (laughs) they're either going to like you no matter what or they're going to not like you no matter what. And there's literally nothing you can do about it. We were talking about that on the break. And what did you say, Moose, about Jeff the Stamps fan? He's the biggest fan. He said he watches every day. Yeah. So how can we not acknowledge his comments and go back and forth? Because quite frankly, there's nobody else talking about the CFL in this country at this time of day or most other times of day. So we'll allow it. But let's just remember who's in charge. 
NHL news today. The Montreal Canadiens have removed the interim tag from head coach Dominic Ducharme's title and awarded him a three-year contract. The Minnesota Wild have bought out the contracts of defenseman Ryan Suter and forward Zach Parise, saving them $10 million in cap space next season. And Nashville Predators goaltender Pecorine has retired. He leaves the NHL tied with Tom Barrasso for 19th in career wins. Yanis Antetokounmpo is playing exactly like the player the Milwaukee Bucks need if they're going to win their first title in 50 years. They can tie the series against the Phoenix Suns in Game 4 Wednesday with 42 points and 41 points in his last two games. Yanni has joined LeBron, Shaquille, Jerry West, and Rick Barry as players to have two straight 40-point outings in the NBA Finals. That's halfway to Michael Jordan, who did it four consecutive times in 93 against Pittsburgh. And that, or against, against Phoenix. Um, what a time it was to be alive in the early to mid-90s with the Bulls run. Again, you were running around in your diapers almost. But that's what the last dance really... Did it make you feel like you were alive in that era? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It and was I, so good. I vaguely remember it, right? I mean, that was the time I was just getting into sports um, as a kid, and I vaguely remember it, but the last dance made it feel more real, a lot more real. So it was, it was neat. I mean, the, that's what those documentaries do, though, right? They, they let you ex- almost experience that all over again. So that was neat. That's how I felt. Yeah. And I was going into Portland with the Pats as the road team. And it's like, whoa, I told those stories about being in the same facility that the Bulls were just in. Wow. Trailblazers were pretty good, too. Nick Lewis writes in, says, Rod's co-host is Ted Lasso. You're getting that a lot, aren't you? Yeah. You're getting that a lot. A lot. Which is fine. Hey, we got about eh, five, six, seven minutes with Darren Bombing. I think we can get it done. Let's not make him wait. Can we bring him in, please? Darren Bombing from... uh, What's the new thing you're doing, Bomber? I say NHL.com. What's the 360 thing again? It looks like it's taken off out there. Yeah, appreciate it, Rod. And, and uh, hopefully I'm the one who's been tardy. Uh, I apologize for that. Mike O'Shea is still speaking to media right now. Of course, mm. uh, Andrew Harris didn't practice today. But uh, yeah, NHL.com still covering the Jets, uh, you know, when things are happening. But Bonfire Sports and bonfiresports.ca YouTube slash Bonfire Sports. Um, yeah, it's kind of just, you know, a new endeavor we're doing here in Winnipeg. Myself, Jeff Hamilton, we're going to have a flagship program weekly during the CFL season called CFL 360. Cover the entire league, focus on the Blue Bombers a little bit as well, um, and, you know, get some good debate going uh, with the audience out there. And, uh, you know, uh, you're one of those trailblazers, Rod. You're one of the, uh, you know, probably the first, you know, to, to get on YouTube and get on Facebook Live and, and broadcast. And, you know, now you're in traditional television as well, which is awesome. Congratulations to you and Darren and all the success you've had. But this is the way sports media is going. It's a new era right now where, you know, you make a couple Amazon purchases and you can really set yourself up to produce content of a high quality level. And, and, you know, Bonfire Sports, that's what we're really focusing on, high quality content and, um, you know, tuned in sports coverage to the things people want to hear and see and talk about. Well, we are more than happy to work with you and help you out along that way because you've done the exact same thing for us, Darren. So let's get the live report from Bomber Practice. What's the latest on Andrew Harris? Yeah, so yesterday, Monday at Blue Bombers practice, day three, still easing into things the entire team. They're going to do four days. Today was the final day. Tomorrow for day five, they'll get into pads, and it'll look really more like actual training camp um, and and regular activities. But as far as Andrew Harris on Monday, kind of poof, vanished from practice and really everyone was wondering where he was and what happened seemingly nothing visual on the field head coach Michael Shea after practice stated that Andrew Harris had an appointment that he couldn't miss and and that's why he was absent but there he was today no um you know no cleats no gear uh and just watching on in a baseball cap uh for day four of training camp now it is the early going. Somebody like Andrew Harris, it is a lot about load management. He's 34 years of age. He's touched the ball a lot, tons of receptions, and obviously leading the league in rushing in each of the last three seasons. Long playoff run, albeit it was 20 months ago to that 107th Grey Cup, but uh, no doubt they're just ensuring that he's where he needs to be when it matters. That's August 5th for Game 1. So to recap, no clear what's why he's not playing never 
Michael Shea, right? Michael Shea, his cards are not close to his vest. They're in the lining. You're never going to see them, and he's never going to show them. So, uh, you know, that's the way it's been under O'Shea for six, seven years in Winnipeg here. And, and really, we just report what we see from the outside and, and ask for comment, uh, you know, from the head coach and, and from the other uh, support staff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not cloak and dagger as much as it's protecting uh, the individual players. He respects those players as men and as professionals. If they need a day or if they're struggling through something that might take a couple days, he doesn't want to really uh, reveal to the world that, well, he, you know, he suffered an injury in camp everybody's hurt, everybody's banged up, everybody's managing things. But as my good friend and former broadcast partner, Chris Walby, used to always say with tons of energy, you can't make the club from the tub. you got to be on the field. So, uh, you know, ice baths are great for after practice, but uh, you better make sure your body's ready to go, especially if you're trying to make the team. Andrew Harris, his spot's pretty locked in. Yeah, we, wonderful explanation, by the way. They know what they're getting in Andrew Harris. Why wear them out? And not to mention, they've got good young Canadian backs there. That uh, So let's talk about that and some of the other battles in Blue Bomber training camp. Well, the player that uh, I know a lot of your audience is probably familiar with, Kyle Borsa, great running back at the University of Regina. I covered a number of uh, his games alongside, uh, you know, Darren DuPont and uh, 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 Canada West uh, TV uh, over the last couple seasons. He's a heck of an athlete. And, you know, he just adds to already a pretty strong trio of Canadian backups to Andrew Harris. You've got Johnny Augustine, who I think was with the Rough Riders for a splash of time, undrafted out of Guelph. Phenomenal athlete and uh, somebody when called on has done a great job. But the man who's getting the touches from uh, Zach Kolaris and that first team Blue Bombers offense is a 2019 draft pick and who had an injury in 2019, kind of a, a nasty one in, in uh, breaking his ankle. And that's Brady Oliveira, another Winnipeg native in addition to Nick Dembski and Harris and Mike Benson, long snapper and, and so many others. Um, Brady Oliveira, no doubt he is excited and, and champing at the bit to show people what he can do. University of North Dakota, had a great collegiate career, has all the physical tools. Um, you know, I wouldn't say the camp battle at Canadian running back is one we're watching closely, but I'm watching Brady Oliveira closely. I think he's capable of a lot and probably, uh, you know, the heir apparent, at least within the minds of the Blue Bombers brass to Andrew Harris, because he is 34. He's the guy, but you got to have that contingency plan, that, that next phase on uh, that next era of Canadian running backs here with Winnipeg. Uh, from our viewers, Blue Bomber Brandon writes in. He says, very excited to see Oliveira on the field. Uh, from yeah. David in Winnipeg, David Ice says, it's an O'Shea thing regarding secrecy around Andrew Harris. From Dar Netzel says, and this is why there will be limited money in betting for the CFL. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah. do, you, do you want to get me started? I know we only have a few Go minutes, ahead. but Go. the single game betting is going to be phenomenal for the Canadian Football League. Not just for people betting here in Canada, but once you have single game betting legalized in Canada, which is going to happen, the United States will follow because Vegas and, and all those odds makers are going to begin investing resources in creating those lines and creating those places for people to place bets on the CFL and on Canadian football. The Americans will follow because you've got, you know, degenerates, you've got hobbyists, you've got <laughs> professionals that want to bet on, in my opinion, I'm not a gambler, but football is the best sport to watch and the best sport to bet on. And if you have it in the summer months, you know, there's the NBA finals, but there's only one game to bet on. You know, you have baseball, trickier game to bet on. No question about that. Uh, football is so dynamic in, in what you can bet on. It's going to be huge for the CFL across North America, across the globe to get people interested in this game. I think it's going to help grow the game. But as far as, um, you know, the, the injury reporting policies that the league has right now, you know, there's some there's some uh, you know kinks in the chain uh, of command in in how that all information is all rolled out and what's required for the media to know for the public to know and what information can be disseminated and what's more protected by teams. So I know the CFL is aware of that 
issue right now. They are working on an injury reporting policy. They've talked to people in the United States. Uh, you know, I've had conversations with people in the league. They're talking to NFL teams, talking to NFL league executives, uh, and those people that are responsible for the creation of it, and asking them if they could do it over again and recreate the NFL injury reporting policy and, and all of those things, what they would do differently and what they would try to make better. So the CFL is investing resources in that because they know how valuable single game betting is going to be. And of course, if you don't know if the number one receiver or the starting middle linebacker or even a quarterback is going to play or is fully healthy or will be limited in the amount of time they're on the field in a game, it's going to affect the money people put down on these things and the lines that the experts and, and um, the casinos begin to set. Well, as I've learned in this league, if it comes down to the business people versus the football people, the business people will always win. The football people will lose and reluctantly have to report injuries, but we're not anywhere close, clearly, to that day. Always comes down to the money. It yeah, always, always comes down, comes to, the down to the money, yes. Right? So, hey, lastly, I'm just interested in how the Winnipeg offense looks under uh, Buck Pierce compared to what we're used to. Yeah, you know, obviously it's early, still in install phase of the playbook and that sort of thing, but, I mean having that stability the same starting five offensive linemen uh cody speller of course started in the gray cup he's now with the toronto argonauts but those same five guys that they've really hung their hat on over the last number of years uh is the same same crew of receivers you add in uh you know a former nfler in cam meredith and a handful of other guys um you know janarian grant and, and charles nelson who was injured in 2019 uh they have a lot of pieces there uh but it's a new oc in buck pierce who's been really the protege of Paul Police over the last number of years here in Winnipeg. He's now the, the, you know, the main guy. He's going to be calling the plays. And I think the biggest factor in it all, Rod, is Zach Kolaris. He is a legit passing threat. Chris Strebler was not. Matt Nichols was not, at least to the level that Zach Kolaris is. I think it's a reason the Blue Bombers' offense really spread its wings and blossomed in that great cup run and through those three playoff games, because teams couldn't just focus on Andrew Harris. They couldn't just focus on Darvin Adams alone or Nick Dembski running crossing patterns. They suddenly had to go, well, what if they go over the top? Zach Kolaris is accurate. He's got the arm strength. I think Buck Pierce is not going to drastically change the look and feel of the offense, but I think they're much more dangerous this year than they've maybe been in past years because they got a, you know, a, a legit elite level quarterback. Very interesting answer. Darren, where can people real quickly watch your stuff and read your stuff? YouTube.com slash Bonfire Sports on Twitter at Bonfire Sports TV. If you can't remember all that stuff, bonfiresports.ca. That's where you'll uh, kind of get your launching point. And uh, really looking forward to launching CFL 360 in the coming weeks. It's, it's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. Darren, thanks for fitting us in today, man. Keep it up. Let's uh, keep in touch. Yeah, absolutely, Rod. Be well. Take care. Darren Bombing joining us from Bonfire Sports out of Winnipeg, longtime TSN radio, and currently still NHL.com. We'll be right back. Moose has run out of the room, so it uh, might be just me and you the rest of the way. We can handle that. Overtime coming up, too. It is the RP Show, and you're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds, full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, welcome back, everybody, on this Tuesday, July 13th. This just happened. Moose is gone. Actually, it didn't just happen. It happened about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> he just got a call and he got up and took off. And I know this is why you love this show, because we are live on Game Plus television across all 10 provinces in 31 states and YouTube and Facebook, and you never know what's going to happen. Nor do I. So it's going to be just you and me for potentially the next 16 minutes, right up until the top of the hour. So, whatever you want to talk about, let's get it going. Prairie Mobile text line is open, 306-840-8777. I get you. I see your comments. I'll get to them in a second. 
That's the text line. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS Mobility dealer. Or you can write on Facebook or YouTube as well. David in Winnipeg says, Moose had an appointment? Randolph and... Un- They're all saying it. Moose had to leave for an appointment. I don't know. He took <laughs> off out of here like he was shot. How about that? Like his feet were on fire. So I don't know. And as I said, back in my days doing local radio, I used to be petrified of sitting in that box by myself. <sighs> Wouldn't do it. Would not do it. And now, here we are. But I got you. And actually, Sean in Toronto, Sean McCormick at Game Plus, would you mind uh, chiming in with your thoughts? He usually likes to talk NBA. I'm not normally versed in that. I'm a fan. I'm not an aficionado, that's for sure. Some will say that you're not for hockey or football, either Rod, but we call them haters. One thing I did not mention earlier on the sports update, because bombing came in, in the middle of it, uh, it's brought to you by Dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis with the best team of writers across the Pacific Northwest and Western Canada. Visit today, Dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including my favorite, Almond Coconut. RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at G2GBars.ca. Yes, folks, there's a moose on the loose. And it better be good. Although I'm sure that it is. Why he would bail in the middle of the show. Brady writes in from Toontown. He says, hey, Rod, I'm on the bus on the way to work. Who cares if players can't speak English? There are interpreters for a reason. I chose Bo Levi on the pole as he's proven he can lead in big moments. Rattler's game was fun last night. It was nice to be back in person at an event. One thing about Brady, he's part of the, the whack pack here, the Rod Squad, similar to Jeff the Stamps fan, that uh, they can be annoying at times, highly annoying, but they do give us great discussion topics. So where do we start with this? I go back to the quick six show topics from earlier today. Stephen A. Smith, he's my dude. Actually, somewhere under one of these clocks, I think it's under Clark's showboard. Is that where the uh, What Would Stephen A. Do sign is? When we started this show, WWSAD, What Would Stephen A. Do? When we just started this show, Moose knew that he was my guy. You going to show it to me? Thank you. Can you rip it off? At all? <laughs> Thanks, Ryan, our technical uh, producer. Coming out of his cage. Thank you, bud. <laughs> Thank you. What would Stephen A do? It's, it's on the wall here. Okay, that's how much I love Stephen A, if, if you can see it. I know white isn't uh, our thing, on, but whatever. Oh, you want it back? Why not? How about that? How about that? Yeah, here come all the, uh, here come all the comments. So hang on. So Stephen A goes on yesterday and says it's uh, Shohei Otani, the biggest star in Major League Baseball right now. They're starting to say the greatest player in Major League Baseball history. Tonight in the All-Star game, he's going to be the starting pitcher and the leadoff batter for the American League, and he leads the AL in home runs, but he doesn't speak English. Needs an interpreter, and Stephen A. says it's terrible for the game of baseball. How do you think that went over? Like a fart in church. That's how that went over. And I was waiting to watch Stephen A. this morning. And I didn't have to. And I did see him this morning on first take on ESPN. But last night, he was already in full damage control mode on that. And he's wrong. He's wrong. That's why, that's why I beefed him up here and said how much I love the guy. I love his opinions. As soon as I saw that, though, I'm like, this isn't going to end well. Who cares if he can't speak English? He didn't come to America to do interviews. He came to pitch and hit, and he's doing it better than anybody has ever done at the same time. So that was what Brady was saying. Who cares if they can speak English or not? You got a lot of Rudy Poos in the locker room that aren't as good as show. Hey, let them do interviews. The guys that are a lot of fun at parties and that kind of thing. They're, they're not as good at baseball as Shohei Otani, so let them do the interviews. And Stephen A. this morning, oh boy, he talked about Asian-American hate triggered by this and... <laughs> It wasn't good. We'll talk about more of this when we come back. We got a break. We got through the first segment. Overtime's next. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. 
Have you subscribed to The Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. And uh, guess who decided to show up? Ta-da! How about that? How did your appointment go? Very quick. (laughs) In, out, really quick. I didn't think I'd make it back for the last segment. You, uh, kudos to you. You... You said that Mike O'Shea saying it was an appointment for Andrew Harris yesterday was coach speak. Of course. And you nailed it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So we call this overtime where we ask the viewers for their comments. And Lorianne Kirby writes in, and she's watching on Facebook, and she says, Hey, Rod, do you have any Olympic athlete interviews scheduled for the next five weeks? Uh, the answer is no. Am I right on that, Clark? Yes. It is... Uh, Negative or affirmative, depending on how you want to look at it. No Olympic athlete interviews booked. That's not to say that we're not pro-Olympic, of course. And maybe we'll get JSB on. I see that she's in Japan already. That's right. Did you see her tweet? Yeah. But there are no Olympic interviews scheduled as yet. Sean's watching in Toronto from the Game Plus studios, and he says, if Darren is going to take appointments, I think we all need to know what it's going to be. Sean, I'll... I was not meeting with another network. Okay? <laughs> there you go. Oh, I was not. No. I promise. You were meeting with your hairstylist about coloring your beard. How about yes, that? That is right. William May, watching from Lloydminster, Canada's only border city, says, uh, did I miss anything today? I'm late. I like how the commenters, the viewers, have their own little party in the comment section and just discuss with each other, right, as we're all yeah. having coffee here today. And he's like, no, slow news day. It's a slow news day in terms of, if you're a CFL fan, uh, we covered as much as we could in the Quick 6 show topics earlier. We're talking about Shohei Otani, whether he should speak English or not. We've all decided that, no, it doesn't matter. Just keep crushing the ball out of the park and throwing 100 mile an hour. We got you. Uh, The hockey news. What happened? Dominic Ducharme's got a three-year contract as head coach of the Montreal Canadiens. We know our good friends in Montreal will be loving that, right? Oh, yeah. Moose. Uh, what else? The Minnesota Wild have bought out Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter, frees up $10 million in cap space for next season, and Pecorini retired today. That's a lot for a morning, you know? Yeah. And to be honest, I was telling you, I've told you guys for two years, I just don't, I hate the dollars and cents of sports. I loathe it. But the, the biggest reason that I realized was for 20 years working in the CFL, I didn't have time to follow July free agent frenzy in the NHL. I just didn't. But not only am I starting to get into it, I'm really starting to realize how much you people are into it. You know what? I just, I hate the money talk, right? I know you do. I just want to talk about the games. Yeah. I know. And a lot of, and that's a lot of the off-season talk though, right? Is, you know, trying to balance from what's the team going to look like and, you know, what's this guy going to look like? And, you know, we, we do that in every sport and every league and, and I think we lose sight of that a little bit of what's the importance, right? I mean, it's fun to do. Most of those guys you talk about who might be a fit on your team, they're never coming. It, it rarely works out the way you kind of hope it does. But, yeah, the money talk, it's become such a huge part of sports. It really has. Here's the one thing where this show, eventually I think people will catch up in this industry, but William in Canada's only border city says, thanks, Rod, for updating me. <laughs> Like, there's a show coming out of your screen, and you can write the guy that's coming out of your screen, and he'll answer you? I know. Our guy Paul here, the infamous Paul, whom I haven't seen for days, but I see his car around. He, he popped up five minutes ago. He did? Took a picture off the wall and left. He popped up here, saw his shadow, and left? So, yeah, pretty much. Is it going to be sunny for the next six weeks, Paul? But he had a he had a picture frame underneath his arm. He, he stole up. one. Oh yeah, I now in fairness, he stole his own photo back. That was no 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 no. Who paid for it? Oh, I'm sure Paul did. Okay, then he can take it. Oh yeah, no, I'm sure it's his. I've paid for photos of Paul on the walls here. So the point <laughs> oh. is, he better not be taking those. <laughs> How about that? Literally, I have. 
Uh, oh, David in Winnipeg says, uh, Mike O'Shea indicated that Andrew Harris could be playing the spectator for a while. Why can't you just say he's nicked and we're going to use load management and err on the side of caution? Too, too easy? I don't know. You know what? I know. You have all I, the answers well, to I, everything. I know. It is. I mean, he just doesn't want to give anything away. It's such a weird season. No preseason. Nothing. Yeah. You don't want to, you know, have teams game plan, knowing what your game plan is, right? I mean, it's going to be so weird that coaches are, don't even know how to approach it, I feel like. So well, just being extra cautious. You were gone wherever you went yeah. doing moose things. When somebody wrote in and said, uh, this is going to affect betting in the CFL, this shadiness with the injuries, big time, Yeah, right? You're going to have to report. Now, they're looking into it, but clearly they haven't gotten too far down the road because, oh, he's got an appointment. No, he doesn't. You can't pull this stuff anymore. Well, you can't, but it has to get mandated from the top. You know, reporting on injuries and what are they and where are they. And if you're not reporting honestly, then there becomes penalties. And that has to be negotiated, whether it's in the next CBA, whether it's in, you know, comes from league office. Otherwise, you just won't get to sports gambling at the volume that they want. And that's why uh, I I was telling you guys in the break, I'm not averse to talking hockey because you got O'Shea saying that. And I love the guy. He's doing what's best for the team, but he was not telling the truth. And I sit here every single day, and I tell the truth, and people like Jeff the Stamps fan get pissy about it and mad, right? They don't want to hear the truth, and I'm just kind of tired of talking about that, and we'll talk about other things. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Tomorrow, Sid Sixero of Breakfast Television and John Forslund, TV voice of the Seattle Kraken. See you at noon Eastern here on Game Plus. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off. My rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.